Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. My name is Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator at Pleasure for Health, and I'm here with Declan today. We're talking about how every body is unique, which uh, you know may not be news to you, but what I was wanting to discuss was why on earth is all of our education, especially about sex education um, or sometimes health in general, um, aimed at you know particular bodies? So we say you know here's how you have better sex if you're a woman or a man or you have a vagina or a penis. Here's how it works, you know. And we kind of assume that that will be the same for anyone with those body parts. And uh, what I thought we'd discuss today is just you know is that correct way of looking at things or do we need to expand our model and i'm sure you pretty much know that we're going to go to the expanding the model thing but uh you know one thing that where this really struck me not just as a as a mental construct but as an actual physical reality was at one of our training um our trainings in somatic sex education we had an opportunity to kind of show and tell our bodies to each other, um, including our genitals and including our bodies, and just t- talk about our individual experience in our own body to the other participants in the training. And of course, this was a hugely intimate thing, but what struck me as being able to witness this in others was um, just the, the, I was completely astounded at the diversity of everybody's body everyone's was so different everyone's genitals were different it didn't I didn't even think about putting it into a binary kind of construct because every person was completely unique Um, so that you know it really brought home to me that this is this is something that you know might change the way that we approach each other uh, especially this day and age where you know, we're trying to look at expanding our concept of gender and, and the gender spectrum. So, you know, what's been your experience, Declan? You know, have you have you had it kind of hit you over the head like that suddenly that everyone is unique or have you always been aware of that or? Yeah, I think I think I was kind of always aware of it and not really it was it wasn't something obviously that, that I not, not not obviously you know that I focused on but um you know I had you know my mentors were not like like a one size fits all kind of a an approach to my learning so I do kind of feel like I had an idea of that and I think what happens with the mass media and stuff like that is we get bombarded with these images of of like you know this is what a what a masculine, you know, body looks like. This is what a feminine, you know, body looks like. And, and you know, with the explosion of, you know, internet pornography and stuff, it's, it's, uh, it, it kind of does lead to, oh, there, there's definitely differences, but it kind of, 
at, at the same time, it seems to have, you know, a, a one-size-fits-all kind of an approach inside the box kind of an idea. And I wonder why, you know, why that is, is if it's been a marketing approach or, or just a, uh, you know, someone's agenda somewhere, the they out there have been trying to fit us into these boxes. Um, but, you know, even since the Bible, you know, there's Adam and Eve and here's how it works type of thing. And I think that, um, you know, many of us are looking for a new, uh, a new way of uh, looking at, at bodies and looking at each other as individuals, you know, possibly our brains are, are created to kind of categorize things and so we want to kind of do that but how can we balance our need to you know see where we belong to a particular group with how can we balance that with still being open to the individualness of of each person yeah that, i think that's a good point you know the group and the individual and and you know oftentimes we we try and find or most times, you know, because it's about relating, you know, everything's relative. And we try and find, what I see is most people, you know, try and find a, a, a social scene or a social group to fit into sometime or to be a part of, not necessarily fit into, but just to, to be a part of, to, to engage with others in a way that feels comfortable and safe to them and, and all that. And, and, and oftentimes it's a it's a looking out there, you know, for comfort or solutions or something like that. When really the, 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 what I feel is that the work needs to happen, you know, from the self first. And then it, you could kind of fit in wherever you want, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there will always be, you know, we are social beings and we probably will be drawn to particular things. And we all have our own unique orientation sexually. We'll probably always fit somewhere, you know, unless you don't. And I think that's what's an interesting exploration. I mean, I have four kids that are kind of late teens, early 20s, and I think that they're much more aware of this kind of, uh, I'm, this is my unique take on things, and who do, you know, who am I interested in exploring that with uh, another unique being? Than, than maybe we were back in the day, you know, when it was like, well, here's the boys on one side of the gym and the girls on one side of the gym, and you've got to match up with someone on the opposite side. Yeah, that's definitely, that was kind of my experience too. So, yeah, I think it's important that we celebrate our uniqueness, like you say, and, and uh, you know, flesh it out, so to speak. And, yeah, that's a really great place to do some work for sure so I mean I think what what I what uh, I want to also talk a little bit about today is um, you know how can we as sex educators put out um, you know our mass marketing if we will but our you know learning and our educational materials in a way that both gives a general sense of what might work but also leaves room for individual interpretation I think that's where a lot of us are putting a lot of thought into uh, what we're doing these days. Um, you know, so if you have, you know, you may not have any particular uh, genitals that we could categorize. You might be somewhere in the middle, you might have had surgery, you might have, you know, um, 
you might have been born with different uh, structures. You might not con you might have what looks like uh, you know a vulva, but you consider it something else. And you know there's all these different aspects. Um, you know what was a, a difficulty for me starting off, and and I'm still working on it is. Um, having the mindset to ask the other person you know how how do you see your your body how do you see your sexuality your gender your your genitals how what do you call them how do you like to use them <laughs> what would you you know how do you like to be touched um and really inviting that that like you're saying that self-reflection but then that comes from there uh i know that was uh, a, a bit eye-opening for me in my training you know how I don't know if you've had a similar experience or yes similar I think I think what's really important and we've talked about this theme in other uh, other episodes as well about the the cultivation of the self and I think it's so important like my experience um, I don't know about all the all the different schools of tantra, but in my experience of, of tantra, the the self cultivation was so important, like very important. Before you engaged with another individual, you cultivate pleasure with yourself first, right? To see, you know, where where things were gonna um, feel good in your body, in or in my body, in the individual who's cultivating whatever that means to you, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then once, once you found out, so you know the title of your website, Pleasure for Health, yeah, it's like, where is the pleasure in my body? And, or how can I get pleasure in my body at my own, with my own faculties? And then I'm ready to engage with another. Well, and I think, you know, again, that's, um, we don't have a lot of mentors out there in the world helping someone to see their body. I mean, we have had a very binary structure, you know, in sex ed and schools, I'm pretty sure they're trying to incorporate this, but it has been in the past very much. The girls go in this room, the boys go in that room, and you're going to learn about sex, you know, and it's going to be... You know, if you have a penis, this is what you're going to need to know. And if you have a vulva, this is what you're going to need to know. And I think that, um, you know, what you're saying about, you know, having that mentorship to explore, well, here's my body and what do I like? And what if it's, what if it's completely different? You know, what if it's, uh, you know, I get pleasure from different objects. I get pleasure from different thoughts. I get pleasure from, um, you know, different types of touch or you know even going into um you know kink or all these other things i mean where you know where do we have mentors that uh that help young people to to um relate to their bodies in this way yeah so you know this is the work and it feels like it's so important you know these days especially you know when i was a when i was a kid you know coming of age you know the the pornography that that I that was around at that time was was you know magazines, you know, and there was all, all sorts of like jokes and innuendos about that, and uh, and now that it's like really easily accessible to so many images, and you know some of those images can be quite disturbing, 
and it can it can affect you for life. It can it can leave a mark on your psyche for for a long time. And I think that some of these things need to be unraveled. And you know that's part of the work of this this SSE. And you know there are many many branches, and there are other schools also doing the, this kind of work. It's not only this institution. So it's definitely. Uh, an emerging field that's like really important but it really is I feel about not about but uh, I really feel that the departure point like one of the the only place that we can begin is with ourselves mm-hmm yeah and interestingly you know uh, educating parents on you know how to uh you know raise kids without those you know those those subtle gender markings that we put on them you know um from a young age and even if parents are doing you know our, the culture and like you said the media everything is is aimed at you know if you're this body type this is what you should be interested in this is how you should act this is what should, goes on this is how you should relate to other people um, and really um, breaking that down. You know, I feel like just having these conversations and hopefully our listeners will agree that just, you know, even thinking about it is, is you know, we have to start there too, you know. Um, the self-reflection without a prompt on what to reflect on is uh, possibly a, 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 you know, a, a block in and of itself you know if you've been so culturalized in a particular way of thinking let's say then even if you spent the time reflecting on self it would take you know it would would be quite difficult to get to that kind of open-minded state that uh you know interacting with others might offer you you know for me personally it was it was opening to uh have a group of people that considered themselves all different genders in all different sexualities and had different you know they physically looked different you know they might be three people with vulvas but they were all extremely different different shapes different sizes different size labia different size clitoris different size you know more hair less hair no hair you know it was all over the map and um you know to me uh, i don't think i would have come to that realization of even thinking about it if i just stayed uh with my own with my own um self completely so uh, there's some kind of balance there between um being exposed to a wider range of uh body types a wider range of experience uh you know outlook and then taking that back to a self-reflection maybe yeah yeah good point good point because yeah as far as like you know, I feel like it might be important to be one of the stages where where the distinctions are potentially important because yes, there's there's certain things that that you know people with penises do that people with vulvas don't do, and vice versa. Uh, you know, so as far as the education piece, uh, it might be important to delineate and make those distinctions and 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 actually you know maybe come together as a group, but also separate for for learning potentials and then you can take it home and do your own thing and then potentially come back together again for a for a, a session or a discussion or a or a show and tell or like what have you you know whatever whatever the case may be but I do feel like those um, 
distinctions are important and need to be discussed, not just like, oh, you're different, bang, period, leave it at that. It's like, well, let's, let's, mm -hmm. you know, let's get it out there and talk about it and say, and, and you know, discuss, discuss what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, I, and, and that's a good point too, is that, you know, biologically there are some similarities and some differences. Quite often the differences are less than we think, and that could be maybe made more of in the sense of here's the, the spectrum of, you know, how your genitals might look and function. And here's some other things that the people these days have also created, you know, genitals and created, you know, even things like wearing a strap on people can be very attached to that as part of themselves that they can either take on or off. And I think, um, you know, how do you introduce all these things and how complex do we <laughs> make it, you know, and at what age do we do we talk about all these options? Like you said, it could be quite disturbing for a very young child to learn anything uh, too out there. But at some point, this has, you know, these other things need to be uh, or may maybe need is a strong word, but could be brought into people's awareness and um, you know, I've noticed some movement in, in um, advertising in the media of putting different body sizes and different um, different genders together as couples or in groups. And so, you know, we are moving towards that area, um, that kind of aspect of open mindedness. I think there's, like you said, a lot to be done. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love your idea of self-reflection. Um, I'm wondering if, you know, um, we, we could offer our listeners maybe a little kind of way of just exploring, you know, our own sort of genital pelvic area with that kind of uh, wonderment of, wow, what's this? How does this work? What does that do? You know, um, what have I never done with this part of my body before? What would it, you know, how would it like to be touched differently or, you know, um, would you like to offer a bit of a kind of talk talk us through a bit of an exploration or we could do that together perhaps? Sure, like a hand, like a hands-on type of thing. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, like uh, let's just take a, if everybody at home too, if you're by yourself, obviously maybe not safe for work right now, but <laughs> if we're if you're in a private place and um, you could do this over clothes as well. What I like to kind of start with is just kind of taking your hands down to your pelvic area and just kind of feeling around like, you know, where is it soft? Where is it bony? Where is it painful? Where is it, uh, you know, ticklish? Where is, you know, where are those spots? And just kind of exploring a little bit uh, in, in that. Do you have a, another kind of idea that you start with when you're sort of exploring your body just to kind of find out what your uniqueness uh, uh, wants? I kind of start with a, with a kind of a mental, a mental thing, like a meditative type of thing. So it's sitting and just like, you know, feeling what is, what does it feel like? You know, mm. not, not physically with my hands, but right. just with my mind. What is the mind noticing what is the body noticing so it's just kind of a you know you could do it sitting or lying down you know you could do it standing I don't I don't really do it standing I do it either sitting or lying down and just a kind of a, a connecting you know to the earth and then 
breathing slowly, gently, and just noticing, you know, what it is. Where is my, where are my, if you're sitting especially, where are my sit bones? What are they, what are they attached to? And, and what, that is my pelvis. And, you know, where, where's the rest of it? Where do those bones go? You know, where, how are they shaped? What, what is, what are they attached to? Like the, the soft tissue the organs, you know, the blood vessels, the fascia, just go through all these systems in my mind or in your mind and, and just tune into them. And then when you get a sense of that or, or not, you know, and I encourage you to keep trying because it will come if, if there's no sense of it, it, it will definitely come in time if you keep trying. And uh, after that, when you do get a sense of it, then start exploring with the hands. Mm-hmm. We have two different approaches there, more of a mental approach and a, and more of a hands-on. I tend to be a kinesthetic type of learner, so I do like to explore with the feel uh, the feel of things and, and touching my own body. But both ways uh, would lead both ways lead to Rome, I think. So have, a, have an exploration of your own body and perhaps, instead of imagining that you've put yourself in a box you know from over the years you know imagine being an explorer and being curious about your own body and what it might reveal that that you've never thought of before so on that note i will we will leave you to uh, your explorations and uh, check in with you next time thank you so much for joining me today on the pleasure for health podcast If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.